0: Welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or Treasure. The podcast where Kim and Amy
1: and Peter, that's five, that's finished prep. Wow, <laughs> Peter. Bring you
0: spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. And Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody. everybody! We are bringing you a special episode, bonus. bonus Christmas episode today, because we read a Christmas book. What was it called, Peter? The Christmas Pig. Do you remember who wrote it? No. No. He's <laughs> shaking his head. J.K. Rowling. So we read over the last—not over the last week, over the last i couple read it of, over the last. Yeah, week. <laughs> that's true. Over the last couple of months, Peter and I, uh, uh, several chapters a night, read *The Christmas Pig*. We will try and keep it spoiler-free. We will
2: try with our special guest, who's five and has finished prep. Yes, and is in Year One next year. Is that right, Peter? Oh, yeah. One if.
0: One We might there, there might, might be some, some little but moments. But do you know what? It's Christmas. It's Christmas, and if the recommend is, yes, read this book with your small five going into grade one if. human, <laughs> then, you know, just don't spoil it for them, I guess, would be the takeaway. Absolutely.
2: Mm. So, Kimberly, mm. I think that you should do the festive spoiler-free recap. Okay,
0: are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. So, The Christmas Pig is set...
1: contemporary <laughs>
0: Yeah, Perfect. excellent. So it's, that means nowadays it's set nowadays, and our main character's name is Jack. And at the very start, Jack is about about your age, isn't he, Peter? About six, right? Yeah. And he, at the very start of the book, has a lot of changes in his life. Do you remember what the changes were, Peter? What were some of the things that happened right at the start that changed for him?
1: Jack's mum and dad got
0: separated. That's right, and Jack's dad didn't live with him anymore. And so that was a big change. And then Jack's mum took him to live somewhere else. Do you remember that? To Holly's house. Yeah, he had to move. Not into Holly's house yet, but they had to move across the country. So poor old Jack at the ripe old age of six. His mum and dad have separated. And then he had to move to be closer to Nan and Pop. And everything of sort of big upheaval in his life. And so Jack ends up leaning pretty heavily on his very favorite toy that he's had since he was a tiny little boy. And when he was a tiny, tiny little boy, he couldn't say the properly. So he just said da. And so they called him Da 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 pig. And that got shortened to, what did we call him? DP. DP. Grant, right. Excellent. So, they call him DP. That's kind of the beginning. And then Jack has to start a new school and blah blah blah. And eventually, so this all covers quite a long period of time. It's about a year, I reckon, or more. And eventually Jack's mum starts seeing Brendan. Brendan, who has recently separated from his wife as well and has a teenage daughter who Jack actually knows. She used to go to his primary school, but she, now has moved she on. She was to go to like high school. her when when Jack was in prep,
2: yeah Holly was like her
0: buddy. that's right. <laughs> yeah. and so she's not taking the separation of her dad Brendan and his and his wife, her mum very well. she's very angry about it and taking it out on everyone, especially taking it out on Jack. and basically at Christmas all comes to a head. they're in the car together and what happens? They have a big fight and Holly does what?
1: Throws DP out of the window. <gasps>
0: when the, Where is the car when this happens? Do you remember?
1: On the highway.
0: That's <gasps> right. And it's snowing and it's awful. What do they do straight away? They're with Grandma. They're with Jack's grandma and grandpa.
1: Grandpa goes out and looks for DP. Does he find him? No. <gasps> right. So Jack. Run- no, you can't
0: say that bit. <laughs> <laughs> that bit's a spoiler. spoiler. So. DP is missing. Jack loses it. He uh, is in a fury. In no a one's fury. seen Jack like this before. Mm-mm. And so, what does Grandpa and Holly do? They get DP.
1: No, they don't get DP. No, they can't find DP. They go to the He's shops. A, they go to the shops and get a t- the Christmas pig.
0: Right. And so, the Christmas pig is a replacement toy. He's the exact same. Brand, He's the same thing, but he is not the same, is he, Peter?
1: No. He's new. He doesn't have the smell. Mm -hmm. That's right. Jack talks a lot
0: about that. He doesn't have the right smell. And so basically this is all Christmas Eve, basically. Mm -hmm. This is all happening. And there is this magic on Christmas Eve.
2: But he's he's got a plan. He's just going to sneak out.
0: Mm -hmm. And go back to the highway and find DP. (coughs) When he wakes up, all of the things in his room are alivened is the word that they use in the book. And they explain that DP won't be at the highway anymore. He'll be in the land of the lost, which is where lost things go. And that because it's Christmas Eve, which is the night of lost causes and miracles, they call it, they can take – Jack with them down into the land of the lost. And so basically that's what they do. They have one night to go down into the land of the lost and rescue Jack's friend. And the Christmas pig, who Jack does not like at all because he is a replacement and he doesn't smell right, is going to be his guide and take him down. In exchange the for the Jack
2: life. giving him to Holly.
0: Yes, because that he would, deal. he wants to be Holly's toy, not Jack's toy. And that's kind of it. They go on a big adventure, don't they, Pee? Yeah, yeah, and we can't say anything else because that would spoil
2: the book, wouldn't it? But what Mm -hmm. we're going to do is we're now going to tell everyone what we thought about the book.
0: Mm -hmm. And when your mum does the story, usually I get to say what I thought first. So Amy's going to go first, and then you're going to say what you thought, and then I'll say what I thought.
1: Mm -hmm. Sound good? Okay. Hey, I'm Amy. What did you think of the Christmas pig? Well, Peter, I thought it was very
0: emotional. (laughs) <laughs> I had lots of tears. Did you cry when we read it, Peter? Yeah. Oh my God, so much. I cried twice.
2: Oh. <gasps> yep. I cried at the moment where Holly was really mean and threw the pig out the window. Oh, and then I intense. cried towards the end. I th- actually think I cried three times. And it made me, as I was reading it, think, I never want to lose a thing again. <laughs> no. The land of the lost is so confronting. <laughs> it is. So it made me wonder where in the land of the lost. My things and that I've gone lost to, her, mm. and it taught me that I need to be more careful with my things in because they have feelings too. I don't want them to be in the wastes of the unclaimed. Yeah, so I had some other thoughts, so I don't actually know whether this is a little kid's book, and I will be interested to hear what you think, Peter, yeah. because it had some really big ideas, in it like mm-hmm. there was it gets more and more sort of abstract as they go through the different like places in the land of the lost so and it's not so just you're things. kind of
0: categorized in the land of the lost based on how badly you're missed because yes. things things only become alive and they only get like a soul and a consciousness when people when human beings care about them enough and put enough sort of stock in them that they get they get alivened. And so once the th- something that has been alivened gets lost, it goes into the land of the lost. And it's they're sorted based on sort of being disposable of or, oh, that's annoying, or you don't even realize you've lost it, you couldn't care less, and then that, they go to the wastes of the unlamented.
2: Where they get eaten by who, Peter? The loser. And he's scary. He eats mm-hmm. the things that no one cares about. Yep. So. Yep. But things – I really liked the sort of nuances of how things sort of change. So there's like a lost battery that they meet and the battery could – move into a different part of the land of the lost as Christmas approaches and it's and owners people like, are like, Oh my God, oh my God, God I know there
0: was that. Where was that battery? There were three here. It's gone. And once you're I mean, found, if your object is, if you're like, so your your you alive and part goes into the land of the lost, but your physical part stays in the land of the living. And when you're found a big finding hole opens in the ceiling and above golden you and golden light, you takes get, you like back drifting up. up into the,
2: but it's because like, it has really big ideas in it, and it has like hope, sacrifice, self-sacrifice, yeah, happiness. Like there's someone in, has lost their happiness. Someone's lost yeah. their principles. Someone's yes. lost these. Someone's, lost, someone's jewelry. lost their power.
0: Someone's lost, lost their yeah.
2: So the physical and also abstract components meant that I think as an adult, you could actually get a really interesting reading experience out of this book. Yeah, it's not just. Kids who, like, you yeah. know, what do you think the message of the book was?
0: Yeah, what do you think it was trying to teach you or make you think about? Um,
1: It was make us think about, out, but keeping things together so you don't lose it. Right, so it was about not losing your
0: things. Yeah. Just
2: your things or were well, there other messages as well? What do you
0: think Holly teaches us, the character Holly? What is she trying to, t- what is that character trying to teach
1: us? trying to te- she's trying to teach us to not throw things beloved things out of the car
2: good moral so cuz i was like oh
1: it's really deep
2: this book is really deep and there was a, a- Sentence I wrote down at the end: "Losing is part of living," and I was yes, like, ah! God. <laughs> "I had a big cry," and so I did not expect the sort of twist that happens at
1: the end yeah this book. has a twist, it was good. didn't expect
2: it, but I did enjoy the Christmas magic how how it was woven in. So it was yeah. actually a Christmas book; it wasn't just very like Christmas book. Was set at Christmas, which we have a, a encounter sometimes. Yes, in Christmas novellas, and you're like, "There's no Christmas in this." Yeah. So overall, I enjoyed it. I just am not sure. If it's actually a kid's book.
0: Fair enough. So you would recommend I that would people recommend read it? it? Yeah, I
2: think But maybe everyone,
0: pre-read it before you... Uh, yeah, I think you need
2: to pre-read it if you plan on reading it with a smaller Small person, person. Pre-read it first. You'll love it. I think you'll have a really big emotional journey reading this
1: book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy read. Uh, it, has,
2: not... it has a couple illustrations in it, which I mm. found really helpful for mm. visualizing the descriptions of the characters, and yep. particularly the terrifying loser. Oh, yep. my goodness. So it's a recommend from me, and I think I'll read it again another
1: Christmas. Oh, I'll recommend in a treasure. Yeah. Wowza.
2: So, Peter. So, Peter, what do you think?
1: Um, I have cried two times. I was scared two times in the book. Which two times were you scared in? I thought the loser was about to eat jack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that bit was really scary that was scary and also actually three times yeah the second one is because holly threw gp out of the window i thought he was gonna get run over by a monster truck with sharp ripping claws <gasps> to go on over mud and rip Toy.
0: Yeah, mm. that would be awful. That was scary oh, and awful. That's what rich. Jack was worried about. Yeah.
2: And what was the third time you cried? You were scared.
1: The third time is when DP, the Christmas pig, just stood there, and the loser sw- swiped him up.
0: Oh yeah, I and remember. Christmas which pig, pig did at, that. Yeah, the Christmas. Yeah, that was a. I didn't think you'd picked up on that bit, but fair enough. That was pretty scary. Self-sacrifice, people, self-sacrifice. Is that a spoiler? Probs, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's This book will take you less time to read than it's taking us to talk
1: about. Yeah, so. I read it
2: at the beach one day.
1: Did you, overall, did you like it? Yes. What did you like about it? I liked that the, the Christmas pig it was not letting the loser eating him. Okay. What else did you like about it? I liked
0: Who's your favorite character in it? Jack. Jack was your favorite character?
1: Why do you like Jack? Because us Jack was being really nice to Holly. Mm, he was a nice boy wasn't he? Even though she he? was
2: being mean, she was... You said to me before that you thought that Jack was really
0: brave and that was something that you liked about it. Yeah. Do you think you could be that brave? If you had to go to the Land of the Lost?
1: Yes, I would. <sighs> would you go to the it, Land of the
0: Lost? Who would you go to save? Who's someone you were like, I'd probably save that person? or thing? Um, My Master Ball. Oh, yeah, your Pokemon Master Ball. Right. Yeah, you'd definitely go to Land the Land of the Lost. I don't think Lust.
2: that that's ever going to end up in the Land of the Lost. It's curren- you take pretty good care of it.
0: It's currently in the Land of the Lost. Oh, dear. Is, have we found it yet? Where do you no. think it is on the in the land of the lost right now? Which area do you think it goes to?
1: But The land of the beloved. Yeah, it's definitely
0: on the island of <laughs> it's the It's very beloved. enlivened. Very, very enlivened. Okay, so do you think other people should read this book?
1: No. Why not? <laughs> oh, wow. Because it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but do you
2: think, I, when you say other people shouldn't read it, other people who are five... Shouldn't read it? Or do you just think anyone, like grown-ups as well?
1: Anyone that's below 15.
2: Oh, anyone under
1: 15 shouldn't read it.
2: Peter sort of agrees with my question in yeah. Is it a young person's book? <laughs> it's um, an adult's Christmas novella.
0: Are you glad we read it, or do you wish we read something a little bit less scary? Like, do you want to read something a bit less scary next time?
1: I'm glad that we read uh, we read it because if we didn't do it this program, they wouldn't know it was very scary. That's true. Oh, so
2: you can tell everyone. We're, We're essentially read it.
0: doing like a community public service a public announcement. Service announcement. <laughs> okay, perfect. So it's a no recommend for young people for Peter. But is it a good book on its own? Like for grown ups, is it a good book? Yes. Okay, great. Will All you right. read it when you're 16? Yeah, when you're more grown up, do you think you'll read it again?
1: Yes. <laughs> Below 10, I mean. Like oh, below 10. 10. Oh, right, okay, okay, right.
0: So when you're older than 10, you're allowed to read it. Okay, cool.
1: Mom, what did you think about the Christmas thing? Thanks for asking. Okay,
0: so full disclosure, we've recorded this whole episode out of order so that Peter is not here for this part of the recording. <laughs> It's funny that your big thing that you brought up upon reading the book was, is this appropriate for children? So I would also recommend that you pre-read the book before you read it to your child.
2: Particularly if they're 10 or under.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because, granted... This is not the first book we've all read together, right? So we read, like, chapter books and stuff because P is getting a bit old. And so saw this one at the library, J.K. Rowling. It looked very kiddie. As you flick through it, the chapters are very small and the illustrations were small. Mm-hmm. The boy in it, who is the main character, he's is six, age, right? He's six. So I was like, makes perfect sense. And the wording of it is very childish. So it was fascinating to listen to him, you know, talk about the bits that were scary and why he felt like other people shouldn't read it until they're a bit Older and his takeaways from the book were very specific. So they don't read at that age. Well, my child, at least at that age, isn't reading like, super amounts of subtext below, underneath what's going on. It's all very blatant. so much subtext in this so book. So much subtext in this book. And he got a lot of it as we were reading it. When we were reading it and talking about it, in the like, in the immediate moment afterwards, he could talk about... He gets that it's a
2: big emotional moment. Absolutely. You could get that from what he was saying.
0: And so he does get all of that, but sort of his long-term takeaway, It's. Gl- I'm glad to hear him talk about it like that because it's good to know he's not, like, permanently scarred. It- so some of the things we had to talk about was separation and divorce because no one mm. like he doesn't have any kids in his class who are going to mum's house on one day and dad's house that on another a part day of his experience so yet. I was like that's fascinating that I found that really interesting that mm. I had to explain that to him that because I was like that's so common like I, I wouldn't have thought anyway so that was kind of really interesting but we're reading this book and it gets to the bit where Holly throws DP out the window and
2: There are seven parts to the book and this is the end of part one. This is
0: the end of part one. They're very short. The book isn't very long and it's broken into these seven parts. So I'm reading along, reading this book, and I obviously am reading it out loud to him. And my husband is reading to our other child because he's three and uninterested in long chapter books. And they come back in and I'm like, full-on sobbing, trying to get the words out. So, yeah, because so you said sobbing. to me you guys, like, sobbed your hearts out. Oh, my out. gosh. We pretty much sobbed from the point DP got thrown out the window um, through to when he wakes up and all the toys and things are alivened. So that's like, it's several chapters and Peter and I just kept crying and we're sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And every time we got to the end of a chapter, I was like, should we stop here? Because we're both upset. And Peter's like, no, we have to keep going. (laughs) So so, the question is, do you want to inflict
2: that on your young person?
0: So my husband comes in and looked at us and was like, should we be reading this book? Because he'd come in the night before. And I was like, well, Peter, when mummies and daddies, sometimes stop loving each other and so they don't want to live together anymore and he was like what and he's like but families you can't get out of a family and I was like you're not out of a family when you've divorced that's not how it works you're just now the family is bigger the family's like the geographical space your family takes up is larger so I'm trying to explain this concept to our you know to our five-year-old and my husband is like should you be reading this book to him like Maybe this is, like, you wouldn't read him Harry Potter. Maybe, maybe this is a bit too, too... Yes. mature. He's, yeah, he's like, maybe maybe don't. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's, next day, next I was minute. Like, I was like, it's totally okay. We should be explaining divorce to him. That's important. And then, yet, yeah, next minute he comes in and we're both sobbing so, like, and Peter is sobbing uncontrollably. And he's like, are you serious? Like, maybe this is the end of this book. And I was like, we can't stop now. Because now we have to read to the conclusion where hopefully it's a children's book and we'll be given a happy ending of some kind. Like <laughs> we can't just now pull the plug because we're upset. We're now we'll just remain upset forever. So I was like, we need to keep going for catharsis and closure. And we did, and it was fine and great. And it and I loved it from a like stupid parenty perspective. I loved it because I was like we then talked through really big, really
2: like the power overwhelming... and principles and yes. happiness sequence where you're, yep. yeah. And we
0: also talked through our huge emotions, like it brought out really massive. Confronting emotions about because we were so invested in Jack and we're so invested in DP and then DP was gone and, and it was, and Jack needed him so much. And so what would Jack do? And, and how did we feel about Holly? And then she has a redemption arc. And so how do we feel about her now at the end of the book? Like, can we forgive? Like all of that was really great. And so I loved it, loved this book, loved the experience of reading it with my little guy coming up to Christmas. That was gorgeous, got us really in the mood for Christmas. Christmas but you almost stuff. need
2: to like pre-read it, come up with the conversation plan as the reading adult yeah. so that you can f- like front-load what's I gonna think... happen, or you think he was actually too young.
0: No, no. So, okay, so what I would say is
2: For all of those of you who sit under the Christmas tree today and this has been given to a little person oh in my your goodness. life. Imagine,
0: <laughs> imagine if someone listens to this someone and then they're like be... at Christmas and they're like, oh my god. I have an I have an episode you need to you need to before Listen you to and this. Jane read that book together. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say Peter is a very emotionally mature little person, and he also is pretty resilient insofar as like bad stuff happens and he bounces back like you can't keep him down like he really does listen and he processes emotion really well and as much as he's super empathetic so he does cry like a crazy person when other people when bad things like happen to Jack it really resonated with him it was really nice because we had a chance to then chat about stuff and mm. he and I communicate really 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 well there are f- other kids in my life that I have who I would ne- not read this book with so this know age. your person I would say you would have to make a call based on your little person person. And if you're like, sometimes I really, like they really do just like crash and commit to just like the sorrow of a moment, which my second kid does more than Peter does. Peter's much more pragmatic in that kind of way. But if you were like, yeah, I think this could damage them, don't read it with them. It's, it is, it is really confronting.
2: You might read it to Arthur when Arthur's 10.
0: Yeah. I think it's probably a 10 year old book for Arthur, but for Peter, it was much more, yeah. Like, and again, I mean, good to know I haven't scarred him. So I think it was borderline with you. I really like that he could say there were three moments. There were three that were Scary, that was traumatic for me. And that one he brought up about DP uh, about sorry Christmas, Christmas Pig. Pig. So like, it's a huge spoiler. So I won't go like deep into it. But that's a moment that happens in the book that is like mentioned for two seconds and moved on. It's not even a key. Like it's it's a part of a key know, plot but point, but it's like, deep deep <gasps> under it. Clearly. That's like an image that stuck with him, and the trauma and tragedy of that moment just like properly was pictured in his brain. I can't believe he remembers that particular moment. It's a pretty... It was pretty... vividly so- oh, emotional moment. I just didn't think he would... I didn't think he would recall that moment, so I was like... Ugh. Sorry, Peter. Anyway, so yes, moral of the story is Treasure, recommend with caveats. Recommend with caveats. Recommend it to adults. I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it as a person. If you have a slightly older child, by all means. I reckon once your kids read Harry Potter, they're totally ready for this. If you've read Philosopher's Stone with your child and they were not totally traumatized, you could totally read this. But I feel like you could even read this a little bit before Harry Potter, I guess. I it's, it's not as complicated. It's a much more simplistic, easy to follow book. I yeah, think, the language isn't complicated. It's, no. Essentially, it's a fable about loss. It's about loss. Anyway, I thought it was great. I loved it. Loved the experience of reading it with Peter, but also just loved it for its own self. Really beautiful moments about like friendship and, and I love it because it's one of those books that admits that little people have really access to gigantic emotions, big, big emotions. Oh, yeah. They just feel them about things that we roll our eyes about. It deals really beautifully with how, about very simple things, kids have very big emotional responses mm-hmm. to, and that doesn't, the the triviality of the thing that caused it doesn't, trivialise the emotional response they're having. So, it is a recommend 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 treasure 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 across with the board with some caveats from Peter. With some caveats from Peter about age, uh no one under 10. So, thank you very much. And merry and, christmas. Merry Christmas. If you're listening to us on actually Christmas Day, do you want to say merry christmas? Merry Christmas. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Peter, for joining us. Did you have fun recording yes. the episode? Excellent. And join Joyce us again next year. Next, next year, week, next year <sighs> we will bring you more another year of spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations. And until then, happy, happy reading. reading.